Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, March 8, 2021. Bad hair day, but you know what? It's 11, 11 p.m. Eastern, so I'm going to make a wish. That wish is that Monday Night Raw would be over. It is. Here we are talking with you guys. I got Denise Salcedo here. How I'm you doing, Denise? I'm having a bad hair day, too, and I'm feeling right. like, man, I'm feeling exhausted. This was a this was a journey today, and I am having a bad hair day. I had actually those little headbands. I was going to come in here and be like the third buck over here. I was going to be a young buck oh for the boy. day, but it looked really bad on camera, so I took it off, and then my hair was all frizzy, so I had no choice but just to kind of do this. So I feel you right now on the bad hair day. I'm going to run you guys through the quick plugs. Ashley Vox interview today. If you don't know who she is, you will, especially with NXT tag titles coming, WWE women's tag team titles up there, Impact Knockouts titles. She's appeared for AEW, ROH, Impact, and NWA as a member of the C-Stars. Lots of great info there. Uh, Last week, I had two features. I had Making a Finisher, Bad Luck Fallays, Bad Luck Fall, and the Enhancement Stories. Uh, with Beer City Bruiser, who played a fake Bray Wyatt. Now, this weekend, we had UFC coverage, big UFC show, crazy UFC show. We did a watch-along. AEW, we did a watch-along. We did a post-show podcast. We have all the scrums up on YouTube, and I did my review on FightfulSelect.com. Lots of stuff happened, Denise. It did. Fi- it's been like a the- wild like last like 24 hours, really. The fireworks you set off on our Friday show were more violent than the ones we saw at AEW. <laughs> oh, dude, I felt so bad for Jeremy. However, sh- I, uh, yeah, yeah, I, however, yeah. I did reach out to Jeremy. I apologize. I Good. sent an olive branch, 
and uh, we are friends but, again. And he what's was going to do with olives. Enough. He, he was doesn't want your olives. Olive branch. He yeah. was even kind enough to ha- give me some help on God on Sunday or something. So Jeremy and I are Ooh. friends. Ooh, Nerd Guru says, happy International Women's Day to everyone's favorite female journalist, Denise Salcedo. Indeed, uh, International Women's Day. A big thank you to Denise. And, and not just Denise. Uh, we got Molly Bell, who writes some of the best features in wrestling. Taylor Hendricks, who who does the same but uh, adds a whole lot of in-ring credibility and experience to that as well. Uh, A couple of our great mods, Hannah and 777, who she's been here with us since the start. Uh, Shandi, who's helping us with a very secret project and spearheading that. Naomi, who does accounting for us. Lindsay, who most of you guys do not know who Lindsay is, but I don't think Fightful would exist if Lindsay weren't around to... Uh, do everything that she does. She has also been here from the start. And of course, Melissa, who who did, uh, who did, is the Fightful Champion technically. But there again, there's so much stuff that these women who work full-time and, and do a lot of work for Fightful do with us and for us that, that make this possible. And I mean, there's just so many people, especially with the accounting side of things, that I would have no idea how to do all this, this, and, and they, they make us what we are. So happy international women's day, even to Denise. Thank you. You know, you can also celebrate us every day, every month, every year, and you can give us a raise, Sean. (laughs) Pardon me. (laughs) Yeah. Pardon me. I'm not here for all the sappy, happy international women's day. Give me my money. That's all I care about. You, you mean like when I gave you a raise last summer and then. Last summer. All right. And, cool. and, 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 and hold on. Hold on wait, wait, wait. And then I gave you a raise in the fall. All right. Well, where's my 2021 and, raise? And, oh, oh, you got that in January. Remember? I did not get a raise in January. Oh, you got you got a giant Christmas bonus too. Okay. That was a bonus. That Wrestling was plug ink. Says first time, long time, Team DWO for life. Denise has gotten three raises over the last year, you guys. Yeah, and I've been here even. for how long? Almost three years, and I've only gotten three raises. That's one year. <laughs> you have not even been here a year and a half yet. No, it's been like three years. No, you joined us in October 2019. All right, you know what, Sean? Yes. I need more money, okay? Okay, yeah. Thanks. Oh, uh, let me call up Connecticut. Bob Harris says, hey, guys, I'm in the hospital. TV did not get USA. Uh, thank you, SRS and Denise, for the recap. I hope you guys will take my mind off things. Love you. Bob, thank you so much for being here with us, friend. Uh, I hope you get better soon. Uh, let us know what ails you. You don't need to send a super chat. We're just hoping that you're doing better, my friend. Uh, and, and we hope that we put a smile on your face. Uh, I hope that, um, that that this show, as much as you didn't miss us talking about it, helps <laughs> Sean, you out. You want to know something? And this is terrifying. I only have, this is, I'm going to say like 10 lines of notes. Usually I have like a couple of paragraphs of things I want to say for today's show. I probably have, if you combine it, two little paragraphs, which is very, very sad. During the show for tier two subscribers of select, I do like a live blog. And my rule of thumb is basically 333 words per hour of stuff. So usually about a thousand words for this. I was struggling tonight. 
I was sitting at like 800. There was just not a lot. <laughs> like adding extra words. And therefore, he suddenly thought that. <laughs> well, I mean, I run the site, so I'm not imposed of that. Guys, please leave us a thumbs up. Please subscribe. Donate a super chat if you'd like your question or statement read on the air. Again, we have so much AEW content. And uh, we were breaking all kinds of news on Fightful Select this past weekend. Uh, if you liked Maki Ito on AEW, we've had an interview with her recently. Make sure you biggest check it out. Biggest pop of the night right there, Maki Ito. Biggest she pop was of the great. Night. She was fantastic. Yeah. Emma says, happy International Women's Day. Love you guys. Thank you, Emma. We always appreciate your support. And Ryan B. Jams has got about 10 minutes worth of women's wrestling and a two-minute women's segment on International Women's Day. Jesus, this company really doesn't care. Let's let's talk about that opening because I'm I'm trying to spread spread out the women's talk here. I was like, Mandy, what, what is there Mandy, to say, really? Mandy you, and Dana super chat got it all. <laughs> yeah, Mandy and Dana said, "Hey, we we want the 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 world title," and then Charlotte said, "Yeah, I do too." Well, that's the segment, Denise. Yeah, I don't even have anything to add to that. I really don't. What the hell? Oh, that was. And here's the thing, all all due respect to Mandy and and Dana, I want them in the tag division right now, which is another reason I don't want NXT women's tag team titles because I want the ones that I they're just gonna mess this up so bad, Denise. I know they are. And here's the thing too, is that like when they started getting paired as a duo, I thought, all right, they got a great look. You could really do something with that. Give them a little bit of, you know, give them a reason, give the people a reason to care about them. But I mean, what have they done since being paired as a tag team? Nothing really. There's nothing that I can think of. And that it's kind of, you know, it's the same thing that we've been seeing. And unfortunately, right now, all we've been seeing is the focus on Nia and Shayna. And the focus ain't anything that people are really excited about. So it's kind of like if they would have actually given them something, I think we would have cared a little bit more about the team of Mandy and Dana, because I really do think they've got something there. Mandy has what her feud that she did with Sonya Deville showed me a lot and I was pretty interested in her after that and Dana Brooke has improved in the ring so I thought all right both these two girls together could do something but I don't think we've seen much of anything oblivious Kyrie says how much of a normal wrestling match is rehearsed it depends on the ingredients involved if it's like Shaq all of it is is rehearsed Drew McIntyre and Sheamus last week called the majority of it in the ring it depends on experience levels what your agent is comfortable with and ultimately what your promoter is comfortable with i've had matches that every single move was planned and and then i've had some where we knew what the finish was and, and that, that was it it really have, Sean? Uh, probably about 50 75 something oh, like that not bad all right yeah. cool yeah you anakin, anakin jmt said finally listen to the smackdown post show and you got me sean Good one. Let me know what kind of roll-ups you want, and I'll order them on Amazon and send you info by the end of the show, or I owe you $50. Now, the bit is that Anakin always says he's sending us stuff and then takes like six months to do it. And I said that I wanted to eat a fruit roll-up on the air every time there's a roll-up finish. But as a wise man once said, I smell a bit. So we'll see. Um, so do you have or- fruit roll-ups? No, but he's going to send me one. Cherry, you know what? I prefer a healthier option. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make that fifty or seventy. Conscious? I'm trying to make that fifty or seventy-five matches closer to about a hundred. Denise, so trying to eat a little bit better. Your um, roll up ain't going to kill you. It might, it might at my age, Denise. 
Uh, Mikey T MMA show says, got my tax return back today. Wow. Feeling generous and wanted to share it with you all who bring me so much joy. These post shows, by the way, I'm 100% only here to see if Denise is going to continue her attempt to break big shows, heel face turn record. <laughs> Mikey. <Stop it. laughs> well, I'm assuming Mikey T has a podcast. Please go check that out for, for the amount that he just super chatted us. Please show him some love as well. I can't tell you guys how important these super chats are and, uh, supporting our sponsors are, but, Thank you so much. I really appreciate that you that you all were, that you're willing to do that. And Denise, it, the super chat matches my lipstick, and I needed to bring that up. It does. I mean, yeah, we don't get these red ones very. Yeah, these I pink know. Ones. That's I was like, oh, fuchsia almost. I love it. Thank you so much, Mikey. But <laughs> we do have a show to talk about. We do. So it was kind of slow motion today. I felt like the entire show cruised by in slow motion Denise so before this they announced Bobby Lashley versus The Miz for the WWE title and I just tweeted why why the automatic rematch clause is gone if you were going to say to me people rematch clause they got rid of that in December 2018 it's gone there was nothing else from The Miz that would give him a reason to get a rematch. He um, he didn't deserve it. He didn't win a bunch of matches. He didn't have a long title run. He didn't have a dominant title run. He made things a pain in the ass last week. And then he came out and cut a promo, Denise. We got no reason. Because Sean, he, does a lot, he does a lot of media and he had to take a shit last week. That's it. It gets worse. Here's the thing, too. It's that, all right, you know what? I can see them saying, you know what? He should get a rematch because, you know, he was a champion. So, okay, I can get that. Whatever, right? But the way that he lost to Bobby Lashley, I mean, the guy was practically murdered, brutalized in that ring. He had no credibility after that match. He was completely stripped of any possible credibility that he could have. He was made to look very, very goofy, like the goofiest person ever. So you're telling me that after the way Bobby Lashley won in such a dominant manner, we're coming back to not only having a rematch, but having to get an in-ring promo for, from The Miz when the champion himself only got a quick backstage segment where it was kind of like, hey, how are you doing? What's up? All right, that's it. And then The Miz gets to come out and basically rant like crazy about him losing. It's like, no, after losing in a way that he did last week, I, I feel like he shouldn't he shouldn't even been like a been on today or he could have been, you know, played off the whole shame thing. I didn't need to hear this promo. I didn't need to have this rematch whatsoever. So this to me was instant. Uh, this to me was instant, like go away. here. I was not interested in this one here because I really did think that the way Bobby Lashley won was the exclamation point was the period in all of this. Yeah, uh, this the Miz thing went on a while and I get it. Like, I understand, of course, he's going to say this stuff and says, Oh, you know what? I've never taken days off. And I, I, if I say I'm hurt, I'm hurt. Cause I'm never hurt. But who but, cares? Yeah. He got, <laughs> yes. After what happened last week? He had cramps. He was crying. I am not going to go in. I'm going to go in. I'm going to have this match. I'm not going to have this match. And then gets killed. Soundly beaten, dominated. It was pointless. Yes. And, and I had doofuses telling me, well, why don't you wait and see how it plays out? What, buddy, buddy, why, why don't you wait and see how it plays out, okay? You just, 
You're just going to shit on everything before it happens. Yeah, guy. You know why? Because I've watched this show for 30 years. I know what's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. They're not going to explain it. Not a one bit. And Bobby Lashley's reaction, Bobby Lashley's worked reaction, like, who booked this? Was my shoot reaction. That's how I felt. I'm like, why? Daniel yeah. Daniel R says Lashley versus Walter at Mania, please. Walter doesn't have like that that high enough profile to to do that, but, um, but wouldn't it be just it'd so be great. good though? It would be great, and it's like I hate to think of all the possible different matchups that we could be having because, but because of this or that reason, we can't get things like that. And I think about like all of the amazing talent that there is like on all across brands, and I'm just thinking. All right, I don't need to be seen Bobby Lashley versus The Miz when I can be seen God Bobby Lashley versus whomever else. It's like, why do you got to do every match like over and over again? Okay, we saw Riddle and a member of Retribution. Okay, saw a member of, Z- of New Day against a member of the Hurt Business. Okay, we saw Drew and Sheamus again. Well, that was good, but okay. Lashley and The Miz again. Okay, we saw Nia in another match with Lana. Uh, okay. That was it. Yeah, it was a lot of friends over, and repeat. Over and over and over again. Brandon Charles Powell says, yeah, boy, those SRS glasses. Denise, not this Friday, yes. but next Friday. I'm getting LASIK. How exciting. So, Did you finally see the video I sent you of Taylor when she gets LASIK and she's drugged <laughs> out? I have not opened. Oh, was that on the, uh, the Fallon? Fallon gimmick? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I okay, I wanted to send that to you so that, I don't know, maybe we'll get a Sean Ross sap video all drugged mm. out, crying over bananas, beef jerky, pulled uh, pork nachos. Oh, I love pulled pork nachos, <laughs> my God. I know, I always think of you when I think of pulled pork nachos. Oh, they're great. Have you ever had them? I mean, yeah, they're they're, they're tacos de, car- de carnitas, right? That's the same Okay, meat, right? so, so here we are not cultured whatsoever, so... <laughs> <laughs> right, pulled pork is carnitas, right? Or no? Or is it? All right, I, if, there's, if there's any, like somebody else, clarify what what's this, like, what's it called? Okay, yeah, carnitas? yeah, yeah. That is carnitas that is. You're right. Pork, right. I just I just looked. You're right. Okay, I, so I'm sorry. I didn't know the English version of it. I was like, I like carnitas. Okay, I'm assuming it's the same thing as pulled pork. You have to understand that, that Mexican food here in Kentucky and where you're from are categorically different things. Oh, trust me, here, I know. Yeah, here they put a few ingredients and and they just wrap it six or seven different ways and call it something different. Where you're from, they have honest to god food that people would enjoy. Yeah. Uh, so it is not not really an expansive menu here whatsoever, but I there was a confused carnitas and carne asada. Don't ask why I confused that. Someone has to explain it to me every single dang time. <laughs> Well, uh, there was a <laughs> wrestling plugging says I'm here for the SRS and DWO cooking show. I don't it's know fr- how to cook. You'd have to well, teach me. Well, okay. So my wife got to be such a picky eater about five or six years ago that I stopped cooking too. I'm like, listen, if you're going to be that picky, you, you you can handle most of that if you want. I mean, I'm still more than happy to, but very, very specific about what she eats. But we actually, like, before we went on the air, we're like, how are we going to fail at this show? And I said, we'll probably talk about donuts or something. And there we are. <laughs> but there was actually a WWE championship match on this show. Lashley dominated again, not as much as last week, but this was him dominating the entire time. I love the helicopter into the ring post. That is one of my favorite moves in all of wrestling right now, where he just hoists them up in a fireman's carry 
and runs them into the the post. Uh, again, I don't like the hurt lock as a finish, but Bobby Lashley dominated here. He was going to dominate. I'm cool with that. And Drew was watching along the way. Yeah, honestly, for me, there's not really much to add because I was watching this match on autopilot. Well, I mean, yeah, it was to me. I just, I just assumed as much. I just assumed it would happen. Flame Inc. says, SRS, you are a great person. Love you, Denise. Not so much. LOL. Wow. <laughs> Who got the bigger beatdown? Cena versus Lesnar, Ronda versus Bliss, or Miz versus Lashley? Oh, Cena versus Lesnar was an all-timer. That one shot. Were you there for that, Denise? Um, I'm trying Never to think. Slam? Was I there for that? No, maybe. Oh. I might have been there for that. What year was that again? I think it was SummerSlam 14. I don't know. The, the horsewomen were there front row and uh, Brock no. Lesnar beat the shit out of. Um, I don't remember. I don't think I was there. Beat the Braves off Cena. If I was there, I forgot. Demigod says, want to get wet? Think about Cross versus Walter. Well, uh, that's a way to put it. Yeah, I mean. Our last two super chats. <laughs> I'm not liked. And then do you want to get wet? Oh, gosh. So Drew was watching and. Usually complaining isn't a babyface move, but I thought that his complaint made a lot of sense. He was livid because the the title means a lot to him, Denise, and the path that he took to get there means a lot to him. And he laid it out. He was like, Bobby Lashley couldn't just beat me for the title. He had to attack me after I beat five world champions so the Miz could be champion, so he could beat the Miz. And he was like, I beat Brock Lesnar for that title. So I saw that and I was like, man, I don't usually like complaining and stuff in in those promos, but I thought his hit really hard. It was a different approach too from the promo that he did, you know, immediately following Elimination Chamber. And we know we talked about that on here. So this was a different approach where I think it's more of like, all right, at first I was taking this loss, you know, respectively. And now it's more of like, I'm not taking it lying down because I'm starting to see nothing come of it. So I did like that. And Drew demanded a rematch with Sheamus even after he beat him last week because Sheamus attacked him. I loved how fired up he was. He was like, I want it now. He attacked Sheamus on his way out. Sheamus is having the best in-ring run of his career. He is putting on slappers. Him and Drew McIntyre killed it again. There was particularly a couple of chair spots, uh, a really high-velocity superplex. The, the Claymore that knocked Sheamus outside the ring looked good. And then they ran stairs into one another. I'm not usually much on non-finishes. I understand this is going to keep on until probably at least fast lane. But th- they're just killing it in the ring right now. Yeah, so here's the thing, too, about this one. So I actually like their last match that they had more than this one. I like this one because they did a couple of, you know, uh, they had some pretty good moments during this match. And I like the fact that it started hot and they kept that all the way through. However, and, you know, they both looked really good in terms of everything they did. Like, not one guy to me, like, looked more impressive than the other. But what I didn't like was the finish. I actually didn't care for it. And I get it. It was a way to keep it going. But I just kind of thought that it was overdramatized. The whole, oh, the steps running into to each other. And that was it. Lights out. They're done. So for me, that one kind of felt a little bit weak. Just because I feel like we've seen something similar to this before with not the same results. So for me, it was a little bit hard to believe that this was essentially going to take them out. And I get it when they did the replay and they were, you know, doing the whole the whole Seamus's head and all of that I did like that they emphasized that but for me I think that I was starting to really get into this match when 
it ended essentially. And obviously, you know, I think at this point it had already almost been like practically an hour into raw, I think. So obviously this wasn't, wasn't going to go that much longer. Yeah. Uh, they, they had another good long one. I'm sure they're going to have another one. I feel like you need some sort of intriguing stipulation because you went singles match. It was really great. You went no DQ. It was really good. I think they got to do something even beyond that, but something that won't make you say, okay, when, when's this, when are we going to be done with this type of thing? Like you don't want to tiptoe into that territory because we see all kinds of great wrestlers work each other a bunch. It's just, it, it does get tired by WrestleMania though. Or do you think oh, yeah. I, I want to be done with like the, they could have like last match fast lane. I'm good, but I want to switch gears into something else and start feeling like we're heading into whatever main event Drew is going to be part of. Yes, I agree. Uh, Anakin JMT says be there Friday. Ooh, that's the roll-ups. JL says more SRS glasses impersonations. I won't be able to once I get the LASIK. I'll have to get gimmick glasses, Denise. Just or I'll take out the little lens. I'll take out the little lenses and then we'll then I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Miles says Hollywood Salcedo is better than Cheetos Balea. I I don't know what that means. But uh, Terry Allen Jr. says bad. Raw needs to end recaps of stuff that just happened. Yes. They they spend way too much time on recaps, I think. I think we got like three recaps of the whole Ms. Bobby Lashley feud and I was like, "Oh no, I already saw all of this last week. Trust me, I know what happened." Yeah. Norm Summer says WWE Pyro and AEW Booking Creative is splendiferous. Yeah, uh, let me tell you, if it were AEW Pyro and WWE Booking, it would be the exact opposite. Uh, Jamie Miles says Denise won't stay in the couch like Cheetos Balea. Uh, listen, I don't know what that means. Please at least send something somewhat pertinent to the show. I have Cheetos no. Balea? Why don't I know what that is? I mean, it seems like a tan reference. My guy, I, I don't know. But let's let's get back on track here. Kind of. Braun Strowman comes out, and I thought he, he cut a pretty solid promo for, by it Braun. Didn't match him. It didn't really match him. I, I I just look like at I him. I always tell you, it just doesn't match your personality. This promo didn't match his personality. What kind of one-dimensional people do you hang out with? No, Denise? it's just that certain things match people's personalities. Some things don't. This promo did it. Oh, man. So, um, man, I have somebody, and I just want to call him out for how stupid he is. No, Monday Night Raw was not better than Revolution. I don't know how you could have any type of subjective opinion and truly think that without being a troll. I do not care what happened at the end of that show. Uh, if that was the worst thing that happened on AEW's pay-per-view, my God, that's an easy night. That's an easy night. Bro, so uh, it was bad. I wouldn't call it an easy night. It was bad. The pay-per-view was, was great though, but the ending yes, was really yes. bad. But if, if that's the worst thing, that's an easy night compared to what I sit through every Monday night uh, begging for something to matter and make sense and be anything. Uh, yeah. So this Braun promo, he's like, <laughs> he's like very introspective, Denise. He's like, to be honest with you. Hold on. That's why I told you it was strange. <laughs> Go act goes, it out. So to be honest with you, you're really pissing me off. And I know I can break your neck like a twig, but I also don't want to get fired from my job. So I would really like an apology. 
and Shane comes out and apologizes. And then he leaves and he turns and he's like, never mind. So later on, Shane has Braun come back out. And Braun's like, okay, here I am. And Shane takes forever and ever and ever and ever. And he's into the mic. It was bad. And after like minutes and minutes and minutes, he finally is like, LOL, you're dumb. It's like one of my replies to somebody who bitches about our paywall. It's like the most elementary school shit that I've ever heard. And Braun chases him and Shane makes him think he's leaving. Now I had a lot of confused people here and within minutes, somebody, somebody had contacted me and they're like, he didn't forget anything. That's how it was supposed to be. All right. So you literally answered my question. Cause I, I had three questions. One was, is he blown up? Two, did he forget his lines? Or three, was that the way that it was supposed to be? Because it doesn't make sense. Because he was essentially making fun of Braun for being dumb, right? But then when you're just breathing on a mic with absolutely no words, doesn't that in turn make you the dumb one? And then it makes Braun, it solidifies that Braun is dumb too. Because he's just standing there waiting for a response. So this was bad. I, you know, watching this, I just thought... I, those those were the questions I really had in my mind. What exactly happened here? What happened? Yeah. What was the deal? So it's yeah. weird to me that this is what was planned. Oh, watching Raw every week. I'm. It's not weird to me at all. I'm but it's just surprised. breathing on a microphone, Sean. And and what I was told, FightfulSelect.com, show us a little bit of support over there, was that they're trying to make Shane less likable than Braun. And hey, they're doing it, but this was stupid. But this didn't uh, make me like Braun any more than than I, Shane. Same, same. Uh, Stella Justin Lopez says recycling Shane and Big Show from twenty years ago. Which way did he go? Which way did he go? Perhaps appropriate after the last week. Evan said Shane spent too much time with Ten. His nose is clogged. That's a reference to was the, the Dark Order doing cocaine, too, or was that just natural? Okay, so don't report this because this anybody that's watching the show because this is not a report. I have tweeted, I tweeted today, actually, why haven't they told Shane to stop breathing into the microphone? It's been five years, six years. And the same person that I was able to, I had somebody reach out and say, that's how the Shane thing was supposed to happen. So I conferred with somebody else and they were like, oh, I saw your tweet, by the way. He has been told by Vince specifically to not do that. And we think he does it as a rib on Vince. And that's just a hypothesis. That's like like a theory, not like uh It was like a rib on all of us. <laughs> I was like, gosh, well, he's ribbing all of us, but. <laughs> See, I um, thought he was blown up. I thought, man, did he get he blown was. up from getting. So he was, right? He was getting, blown up. He didn't do much. He just went in and out, did his little dance, and that was it. So I don't know how. how I mean, I don't know. He was blown up. And it's shocking to me, Denise, because he trains with or trained uh, with Phil Nurse, who is one of the best kickboxing coaches in the country. Like, I don't understand it. Like, for all the, like, his cardio is bad, his striking looks bad. He trains with one of the most intense coaches in the country. He was huffing and puffing. That is literally me on every hike of my life. But I'm literally, like, hiking and, like, heaving and stuff, not getting in and out of a ring. 
Oh my gosh. Nerd Guru says Shane's promo made me feel like the game show host from Billy Madison after Billy rambled on for an hour. Everyone who watched is now dumber. It, I felt really dumb watching that, Denise. I was like, come on. Let Yeah. You know when people ask what's one thing you wouldn't want like your friends or family to see you watching when it comes to wrestling? I think that would be one of those segments where I wouldn't necessarily like I would probably turn it off if I was with a friend that was almost almost anybody that sees me, they can see I've got a pretty crushed nose, a deviated septum. I can't breathe really well, but you know what I don't do? Oh, I don't think I'd still be on the show with you. Exactly. I don't think you'd have viewers if you were still, if you were breathing on this mic. Shane looked knackered. He looked exhausted, Denise. He looked tired. Yeah, it was not good. And it didn't make sense either. Bam! Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Time for Shane McMahon to take a nap and he's going to get some good rest. He's going to get that recovery because of helixsleep.com slash Fightful. I love this stuff. I am an actual customer of helixsleep.com slash Fightful. I took the quiz. I was matched with the Helix Dusk Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt soft but still provided me some support after I was sleeping on that slab of memory foam for years. I sleep on my back, but with this mattress, I have been able to become a side sleeper as well. I haven't been able to do that in years. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. I truly love this stuff. So did GQ and Wired Magazine. Best overall mattress pick of 2020 for them. If you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched to, and it comes right to your door shipped for free. You don't need to go to a mattress store again, and that was so important to me in the pandemic. I did not want to go roll around on a mattress that somebody else had been rolling around on. I've been very careful. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. And my big, big concern was, how am I going to get the right mattress for me? Well, that quiz that I told you about that matches you up with the right one. And when you go to helixsleep.com slash Fightful, you take their two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. And they have a 10-year warranty. And you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. If you don't like it, if you don't love it, they'll come get it for you. You don't have to worry about that either. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Two-minute quiz you're going to find out what's best for you. If you sleep hot, they got mattresses that cool you down. If you're plus size, they have plus mattresses. All kinds of great stuff over at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Sleep is very, very important. I was not getting a good quality of sleep before this. One of the best investments I ever made, and I'm so happy to work with them this year. Denise? You know, I'm always waiting. I'm like, when is he going to stop so I pay attention? Because I tend to zone out during your live reads. And I'm like, oh, I got to come back. Just kidding. <laughs> Jamie says, did Jeremy sleep on Helix after Friday's show? No, I'm trying to get him on the, the Helix gimmick, though. Um, and then he says, Hulk Hogan's name is Terry Balea. I mean, you could just say that, Jamie. I appreciate the super chats, but I mean. But oh, I don't get this have to do with Cheetos. Or Denise, for that matter. All due respect. Again, I really appreciate the super chats. Let's keep it somewhat within the context of the show. Sending us confusing super chats kind of just sidetracks things. Uh, Bid Moon says, Shane promo was Christian debut bad. Denise is the queen. 
I didn't think Christian's debut was bad. He came out, he signed a contract, he left. That's it. I would look, I f- I feel bad that all the controversy that surrounded Christian's debut. Um I do think that the way Paul White promoted him was perfectly fine. I th- yes. I do think Tony Khan overhyped it. However, I do wish that he would have came out and actually said something, cut a promo. Like this was one of the most talked about things. So I do think that there should have been a little bit more than just the actual signing. I do too. I think that that Paul White's, as you said, was fine. I thought Tony oversold it just a bit. Christian is a great person to have. He's a great worker, I assume. He was at the Royal Rumble. Um, I don't get him versus Big E. Brandon Charles <laughs> says, Brandon Charles Powell says, they should put Shane in a cinematic match at Mania. If they start now, they can record a little bit each day and he won't get blown up. Dude, I just can't. Like, I feel like I've never seen him like this bad, like in terms of like the breathing and all of that. It was it was just too noticeable where where it it, it felt like it had to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill be done on purpose mc carvalho says peyton cut an amazing heartfelt promo about how she's sick of standing in the locker room while the same women get opportunities wow she should be cutting that promo denise she should be because they just where's nikki cross where's peyton royce where are they yeah no i get it i 100 get it i do think that obviously i mean we talked about the fact today that we got a quick women's promo we got a quick women's match that really was nothing major, nothing really of note. So, yeah, I do agree. I feel bad for Peyton. And when I interviewed her, she told me, like, she feels like she has it. She thought that, you know, her having her singles run would be an awesome opportunity to showcase herself a lot more, show the world what she can do. But she doesn't feel like she's gotten that opportunity. And rightfully so. She hasn't. She hasn't. And it's it's... It's really saddening to see it's she, you see her at flatbacks working all the time, like on her Instagram and stuff. She's in the ring. She's training an awful lot. <sighs> also, Reckoning's not doing anything. Nikki Cross isn't doing anything. Well, Xavier Woods beat Shelton Benjamin. This was really hard hitting and short, but Xavier gets the cradle win off of a distraction. 
Shelton ends up pinning him. They've got a tag team title match set up. I'm completely fine with them having a tag title match set up late or up soon. Uh, New Day has been winning lately. Hurt Business have defended their titles a couple times. I, I don't mind that at all. Yeah, I actually was expecting a lot more from this match. So it was kind of surprising to me that it was really nothing of nothing memorable, nothing of no to actually share from it. Because uh, given the two names of who were in this match, I was expecting at least a pretty decent, you know, sprint of a match. Yeah, and I, I thought it was. I thought it was an okay match. It's just I, the, the distraction stuff. I'm like, uh, these are champions. These are people who are supposed to be the best. And they're not because they, they get distracted by goofy shit. They're always talking trash to Kofi. Okay, cool. Whatever. Anakin JMT says, Shane is the same age now Vince was in 96. Vince isn't as blown up at 10 years later in 06. Maybe Shane could hang up the boots. Vince was in much better shape in 98, 99 than Shane is now. I know it's weird to believe because kind of like when we saw Vince finally wrestle – he already felt like an old guy, and we've seen Shane since he was a young kid, kind of. It's weird seeing him, too, with, like, the gray hair. It always trips yeah. me out because I think I'm so – I think in my mind, he's, like, a permanent Shane McMahon that's, like, young and, you know, full yeah. – Like, my, my mind hasn't, hasn't updated Shane McMahon yet. But no, but like if you like look at like Vince, like dude, like dude was always super cut, super built. So yeah. that also is a little different. Brandon Powell, Brandon Charles Powell says, Denise, get in on that GameStop stock like my man Cameron Grimes. Are you I don't know gonna how have stocks work? So I can't even do it. I've done pretty well over the last year. I'll just say that. Pretty well. I'm very happy with myself. Riddle's backstage. He doesn't know where to park his scooter because he got a ticket last week and he thinks Ali will break it. Oh, my God. Kofi takes it for him. Uh, I, I think the scooter's a funny idea, but it's not hitting for me, Denise. I could have thought of 500 different things he could have done with that scooter. Where's your luggage, bro? Where do you put your <laughs> luggage? Put it with your luggage. Heck, have Sarah hold it. Have her walk around with it. It was really dorky. I mean, what luggage would he have? His sandals, his hat, his Those are on his feet. Those are on his head. Well, I'm sure he has more than that. Where's his phone? Where's his passport? Where's his driver's license? What does he need a passport I don't know. People like to walk around with their passports. I don't know what people do. I'm willing to bet. Put it, put it, put it in the, I don't know. Put it somewhere. I'm willing to bet no wrestlers in 2021 in WWE are walking around with their passport. Unless they lost their ID and they need to identify themselves. <laughs> Stu Morrison says, first time Super Chat. Thank you for the show. thought it was going to be Kurt Angle debuting, but I wasn't sad. Too bad people are sad. You're never going to please anybody. Never, or everybody rather. You're never going to please everybody. But I thought yeah, it was fine. Yeah. If it were Angle, I would have been a little bit disappointed because I know he can't he go. Here we go. Here's the difference. That's like to prove your point. Like you said, not everybody was going to be satisfied. Like if it was Kurt Angle, yeah. you said you would have been like disappointed. If it was Kurt Angle for me, I would have been like, woo. So like, <laughs> you know, different results for different people. Sure. Mikey T says Braun's Braun talk or Sean's Braun talking dumb impression was better than anyone talking on Raw tonight. We hey. didn't even talk about the the what when when i went shot when shane when shane oh said, yeah blah, 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 blah. it was such an uneventful show it's just <laughs> like come on man guys please get in your super chats we're already heading down the home stretch of this show 
I thought Riddle and Slapjack had a good quick match. I want to see Slapjack and T-Bar getting a, a tag run. Thank you, Michael Keys, for the membership. I, I want to see them get a tag run because why not? It's better than them just losing and Ali getting mad. Ali has a title match against Riddle next week. Because, I mean, of course, that's how they set up title matches. They have somebody beat the champion. But this was good, fast-paced. Riddle won with his finish. The knees were really on point in this match, but it's fine. I just want to see more for Slapjack. I think overall for Retribution, I mean, Reginald had a better run than Retribution. So... For me, like this match was fine for what it was, right? I'm glad it gave Matt Riddle a win. But the problem is because of the way Retribution has been booked, you don't necessarily go into this match with any sort of interest. You're just like, okay, this is just a filler match. This is just to, you know, fill these three hours or whatever. So it's not, it's hard to get interested when there's no reason to get interested in a Retribution match. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't a lot to really to get excited about here uh, because you knew what was going to happen. Riddle was going to beat uh, Mustafa or M- Mustafa Ali's crony. He was going to beat him, lead to that match next week. So, I mean, I, I liked it. It was fine. It was natural progression, but not a lot of unpredictability or any type of R or just any intrigue there for me. Again, I want to see Slapjack and T-Bar do something in the tag division. I think that'd be a better use for them. But hey, sure, uh, next week they're they're shaping it up to at least have something advertised and mattering. Tag title match, U.S. title match. You see any of those titles switching hands? No, I don't think so. But I mean, if they did, I anything would probably be like freshened up. But no, I don't think so. WWE Women's Tag Team Titles. This was not advertised whatsoever. They didn't reference it at all on the show until Naomi came out. I liked the entrance with Naomi and Lana. Reginald is with Nia and Shayna. Reginald ended up costing the baby faces the match. Everybody begging for this Lana and Naomi match. Do you got it? Um, Why is it that the only thing that I can remember from this match was Nia calling Reginald cute? That's pretty disappointing. This was just... This is a quick match. It's almost like they were like, oh, wait, shit. They were top contenders. We got to give them that match. And they they got it done. And, of course, you know, Nia pins Lana. So we're we're back there again. Let's move on. Let's move on. I'm bummed because I seriously, I don't know if it was all the talk on social media that sometimes you hear people say things. So you start to convince yourself that it's really going to happen. I'm bummed that those tag titles are not over on NXT. I thought they would be there by now. And it does bum me out because I don't see anybody else taking the titles from Nia and Shayna right now. I feel like we're going to be at this for a while. And it's not working what they're doing. It's not working. Nerd Guru says super chat for Alex's hatred of Reginald. If William Regal announces that they're doing NXT Women's Tag Team titles, one, I think that's stupid. I think it's stupid. Because here's what happens, Denise, every single time with WWE. They focus on the tag titles, and it comes at the expense of a singles title. Somehow. We're seeing that happen on Raw, yes. Becky Lynch got dragged into the tag title scene. Asuka did. Sasha and Bayley did. Asuka did again, and now they're like, oh, well, we got like three three teams on NXT, so let's go ahead and do it. Okay, well, then it becomes bad 
when you've got three or four teams, that ain't enough. You've got that on Raw and SmackDown too. But when you have Caden and Casey, Ember and Shotzi, The Way, Dakota and Raquel, when you have them and you have Mandy and Dana, you have Lana and Naomi, you have Nia and Shayna, you have the Riot Squad. Plus all the women that they have in their PC that they just announced for signing. Uh, The Robert Stone brand. Like, it's just... (sighs) I just know they're going to fuck this up, Denise. And Triple H had the balls on a media call last month to say, Oh, well, you know, um, uh, we don't like to do titles just to do them. Since when? (laughs) Y'all have 400 of them, and I get it. There's Raw, there's SmackDown, there's 205 Live, there's NXT, there's NXT UK, there's about to be another show. You've got like six or seven different brands, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with them having multiple brands because they're such a giant, giant thing. You don't have to watch everything. If you miss NXT UK, 205 Live, main event, every single week, you're going to be okay. You can still follow along, and then if Walter shows up on Raw, they're going to catch you up. But, oh, NXT Women's Tag Titles, they deserve it, but they deserve the WWE titles there, Denise. I 100% agree. And they need to get this titles over there. They need a re they need to make the women's ti- the the raw women's championship mean something again because man, I don't I can't even tell you the last memorable thing that I saw come about for that title and that's very very unfortunate. They undid all the great things that Becky Lynch did for that title. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's 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 it bums me out. Honestly, it really does because that's one of the things that, you know, has been talked about so much of, Oh, let's get, you know, women's wrestling, you know, to a certain level, let's get it to a certain level. Okay, cool. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. And now it's, we're taking a step back and it's not a step that I was expecting for them to take back. Mikey T says I was wrong about Sean's Braun impression being better than anyone talking on the show tonight. Peyton's promo was fantastic and she deserves better. Uh, David Rivers, uh, Rivera said, uh, Peyton just cut the promo of her life on Raw Talk. I can't wait to watch this. And we got Evan Wright, who's a member, who says, lots of Peyton promo talk. Couldn't they replace any of the dumb shit they had on Raw for that? Yes, they could. And hopefully, if it's this good, hopefully they run it next week. Hopefully. Yeah, exactly. But I, I want to listen to it, though, because I want to hear exactly what was yes. said on there. So before I actually phrase my thoughts and opinions on it. Same here. Uh, well, you know what, guys? You'll be able to hear Denise frame her thoughts and opinions on it this Wednesday because she'll be on the list. And your girl, Jimmy Van, is traveling this week. So we called on Denise and we've done eight of them. Can you believe that? I know, right? I mean, that- that's a pretty significant percentage over like the last 14 months. Eight of the shows, that's about like once every six weeks you're getting you're getting called on to do the news for us. Don't worry. I'm not going to go on a rant today about that like I did on Friday. The last time, this if you guys nice want to check out – Nice. If you all want to check out Fightful Select, I had Denise rate action figures, which was Oh, a that lot of was fun. fun. That was, was really fun. Because I liked it because I felt like there was no pressure on me because I no. don't know anything about toys. So whatever answer I was going to give was going to be perfectly fine. I'll find something fun for us to do after after that show. Um, Mikey T says, deserves better. Uh, Keon Keon says, is it me or is Shane looking like young Vince? Well, he's a, he's a son. So, yeah. 
That would make uh, he's, sense. He's gonna. Uh, Rob Wilkins, send me your super chat again uh, if if I missed it. Um, by the way, if you are a member and you have that little icon up there and you want it to be your your super chat, as it I think you get one a week under a certain thing or one per month under a certain thing, uh, let me know what it is and I'll read it on the air. But main event, um, this promo that led up to it, I. I like that AJ was not scared of Randy Orton at all. Randy Orton's like, oh, you're, you're taking an issue with me? Well, let's have a match. And AJ's like, sure, whatever. I'm winning all the time. Cool. Exactly. I don't think, and I get why he would want them to be afraid of Randy Orton, but I think right now, given what we've been, we've been seeing, I don't think anybody should be afraid of Randy Orton. But it made sense in storyline for AJ to be like, like what you said with all like the winning and stuff he really has no reason and especially having a Maz right there let's be real he doesn't have to be too afraid of anything rj says how come no jeremy on wednesdays jeremy has like five shows a week guys it's 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 very difficult between his news writing and his twitch schedule which so i'm plan b no you're I'm plan backup, a sean thanks I mean, thanks a lot i mean you, you're thanks Denise, you're quite literally the backup to Jimmy Van. No, I'm the backup. I'm the backup to the backup of the backup. Third string is what we call that, Denise. Anakin hey, JMT I'm not says a football fan. Anakin JMT says music talk unless it goes on this week. I don't know. I feel like me and Denise can get like entire shows out of that because we did before. We did a full we show did. on on. We, we still have to do the forcible entry one. We've been talking yes. about this for like a year. Again, Rob Wilkins, send me your super chat. By the way, guys, please leave a thumbs up. We are already at the main event of this show. I like that neither one of these guys were cowering. A couple of guys who are traditional heels, but AJ's like, I don't give a shit. I win all the time. Why would I be scared of you? You can't even focus on the ring. And uh, pretty rightfully, AJ won the match, but you knew what was going to happen, Denise. You knew Alexa was going to pop up on the screen. Some goofy shit was going to happen. So... I didn't, I don't care. I I didn't need this. Good match. Hokey, hokey, silly. I don't know what other words I could fill in for this. Not a good finish, okay? It was very, very embarrassing to see, you know, it's cool. Okay, Alexa Bliss comes on the screen. She does her little voodoo stuff, right? Okay, that's fine. But then the black liquid out of the mouth, I can't. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Okay. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Okay. So that for me was really what turned it off. They could have had Alexa Bliss come out and do something random. But for me, it's more the black liquid coming out of his mouth that is a turn off for me. I've, I'm over it. I'm over it. And so is Matt J. Hendricks. He says, I'm over Fiend versus Orton. Glad AJ won. Listen to this stat, Denise. AJ has won 13 of his last 14 one-on-one matches. When in that lose? To Daniel Bryan, but it was via DQ. So he didn't even get pinned in that match. He has not been pinned in a one-on-one singles match, not including Gauntlet and uh, Elimination Chamber, since October 2nd. Since before the draft, Denise, he is being kept really strong who do you think it's for? I said it. I'll say it again. <laughs> there. <laughs> I don't know, Sean. I'm tired. Today's not my day. I'm off. 
Evan Wright says, three of the four posts lighting on fire made me laugh. Ryan B. Jam says, Kenny must have rigged the ring post for the Alexa fire. George Yamin says, Pyro at the end was a rib, wasn't it? I hope it was a rib. That would be brilliant if it was a rib. Sean, I can't see Pyro the same anymore. I can't My either. My brain just goes automatically to that. It just, Denise, I can't. I can't. WWE screwed up their Pyro and it was better than AEW's at the end of their pay-per-view. Alexa's oh. blowing out her little match was <laughs> it's, I feel so bad, but I don't know how long it's going to take for me to forget this. I just feel it's going to, for, for the rest of my life, whenever I see Pyro, whether it be on Fireworks Day, my oh. birthday, for candles, I don't care. I'm going to have to think about it. It's just that thing that's going to trigger that memory. Oh, man. Bezo Banks so says bad. RKO and Raw's main event. You know what that means? Thank you both, Denise and Blam Plate, for Fightful's greatness. Oh, and you too, Sean. Awesome, awesome people. I got to give you credit. The Blam Plate thing was brilliant. Thank that you. that was you. good stuff. You know, and, I don't get enough credit for all of my brilliant stuff that I do. I mean, I, I do a new gimmick every single time I'm on that channel, and that was a pretty good one. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, I think mine Did, might be the best, Sean. I don't it's, know. It might be. Gonna, have Adam do a list video on best gimmicks on Quizlemania. They're gonna do it. They gonna they're gonna do a Blam Plate shirt. He hates Blam Plate, so he might rank that one low. He he hates me too, and I sold like a hundred shirts over there. Jimmy Miles says AJ should feud with either Bobby or Drew after Mania. I agree. AJ needs to win at WrestleMania too. I, I really think he should. Daniel R says, Will WWE ever do something close to the barbed wire death match? Wasn't able to watch last night, but I hope Eddie Kingston gets his moment. They gotta explain what they're. They gotta explain the, the Eddie Kingston thing. Look, Sean, if I were Vince, and I'd be super petty about this. So let's just say, like, if I were the one running the the company, I'd be super petty, and I would do my exploding bar. I would do any type of exploding match. I wouldn't even care. But I will tell you this: my whole. My whole building would be exploding the hell out just out of pettiness. My God. It, it was easy. They could have, it was very easy to, you know, like make a joke out of it, you know. As we wrap up, guys, leave a thumbs up, please. Uh, to answer your question, though, I mean, I don't think they'll do anything like that. They did do a barbed wire steel cage match at, at No Way Out 2005, which was. Uh, Big Show and John Bradshaw Layfield, they had barbed wire wrapped around the top of the cage as well. Think of all the fire they had when they did the um, the Randy, when 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 the Fiend was essentially burned alive. Even that yeah. was more of like a... Yeah, it was more pyro. Someone died. <laughs> it was. There were, there were also no fans and they got to record it ahead of time. If AEW got to record it ahead of time, I don't think that would have happened. Oh, well, like yeah, that. no, no, for sure. Nick says, is Reginald about to bookend our week? Big sad. Yep, probably. He's probably going to be on SmackDown as well. Uh, Rob Wilkins says, Dax sent a tweet to Gable saying Gable can't respond to his tweet for two more months, hinting maybe his contract is up. Gable resign. you think? If I were Gable, I would hit the heckin' bricks, Denise. I would get as far away as I could. I saw that tweet and I was like, whoa Um, I agree. I think Gable can do, he could do so much any place. Uh, MC Carvalho says, do you think we can get a multi-women's title match at Mania since all the women are stepping up this close to Mania? What I hope we get is a fast lane top contender match. And 
you get Charlotte, you get a bunch of women, and then Rhea Ripley pops up. Yeah, I just, I would like there to be more singles feuds for the women. I feel like the women are always thrown together, always bunched in into like these matches. I would like more than just the main event to be, you know, a singles match for the women. I think there needs to be more uh, important storylines for the women's in terms of like one-on-one. Anakin says, I wonder if BTE will claim the pyro was set up by that guy who accidentally burned Taker with the pyro. I think they'll say that Michael Nakazawa did something. And I see people saying, oh, well, they explained that Kenny Omega was bad at wiring the thing. At least they're leaning into it. I'll give them credit there. They got to explain the Eddie Kingston thing. They got to explain that. I'm disappointed that nobody asked that on the scrum. Somebody should have said, what was up with Kenny Kingston? And I had wrestlers contacting me today, Denise, that said that they felt bad for him because he couldn't see it. Too. He course. couldn't see what it what was happening there. So Nurguru says what it sounded like to him. To him, it must have sounded like everything went right. And it's not like he can be like peekaboo, what the heck's yeah. going on? Because then if it would have been this grand, well, if it would have been a grand explosion, then you wouldn't have even seen his face. So maybe he could have done that. I just almost wish that afterwards he would have been like, what the heck, you know, sold the hell that yes. didn't work. I and mean, like, what the, you know, what happened? Like, where are these explosions and going off? You know, I think I just feel bad. I feel bad for him in this situation because it was going to play out to be an awesome story because when he ran out, I thought, oh man, like what a nice, awesome person. He's going to come out and do this. I didn't expect it. And it was just very, 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 I felt so bad. Like I wasn't even, like, you couldn't yeah. like, you could laugh about it now, and I could laugh about yes. it now. But during that moment, I just thought, oh, no, this is bad. People are saying they stripped it under the rug on today's vlog. They barely had time to edit a video together. The, the vlog came out like 12 hours after the show. Like, What do you they, do, Sean? Like, what, how do you reprimand this? Like, How do you fix it if you're Tony Khan? What do you do? What's I don't know what you can possibly do. I'll say this. It is a good thing it was Eddie Kingston that that was happening with because, and one, also a great thing that it's John Moxley because John Moxley saying Kenny Omega can't build an exploding deathmatch for shit. That was great. Eddie Kingston is maybe the only guy that can cut an emotional enough promo to explain this away. That's true. And, and this ain't a good situation. This is a bad situation. It was a shitty ending, but they are very, very, very lucky that it's Eddie Kingston that might get the opportunity to have a microphone and explain what happened. Because if you have Eddie Kingston saying like with shame that something like scared him so much into passing out or something, that's, that's the thing. Everybody's saying, oh, shock and adrenaline. I don't give a shit. I'll I'll give him an opportunity to explain it. But if they don't explain it, that's a big issue. Because that's a big, I big issue. And I don't remember the exact quote, but I didn't like that Tony Khan basically said, well, what did you guys expect? Yes. I, I thought that was very wrong because people paid their hard-earned money to see an exploding barbed wire death match, and they, yes. no one was pinching them to do this. I thought that that was uh, a bad look. If I were him, I would have went with the Kenny Omega built a dud thing. He And him saying, it was drawn in crayon. What did you expect? That's where I would have stopped with that. And then if I were him, I would have said, we'll explain the rest on Wednesday. As just, Means he wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have known at that point what it was going to be. But it would give them a little bit of time to figure that shit exactly. out. And understandably, 
listen, over the last year, if there's anything that I've noticed about cards changing because of COVID and things happening, wrestling fans have been more lenient over the last year than probably ever before. We know shit happens, especially in this landscape. Um, Brandon Charles Powell says, if Kingston can cut a good promo on a cookie, he can figure this one out. On a cookie. That's a thing. People are saying, what did you expect, though? Uh, Buddy, there are a lot of exploding barbed wire death matches out there. Go check one out, and you'll get an example. They they had fucking Onita on their show. So I would expect something like the ones that he were in. Nerdguru says Gable has TNT champion written all over him. And Evan Wright says, give me Gable versus Gresham for the pure title. That's the thing. Chad Gable would be the bell of the ball if he were a free agent, Denise. Everybody would want him. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I hate to say it, though. I do think it would be a step down right now for him to go with Ring of Honor, although I do think Ring of Honor would be a great place for him. I do think it would be a little bit of a step down. So, I mean, obviously, but in AEW, there's so much talent that he could be easily lost in a shuffle. I actually think a great place for him would be Impact Wrestling. Yeah, I just think that AEW would try to snatch him up. I really do. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would love him <laughs> there, but just who knows if he'd actually for get sure. TV time with all the people that are there. Guys, please check out my interview with, uh, with Ashley Vox. If you haven't, uh, you're going to want to check it out. Impact Knockout Tag Team Titles, NXT, NWB Women's Tag Team Titles. Listen, Stu, I hear you. It's America. Yes, they fucking can do it in America. They threw Darby Allen off a third floor to the first floor. They can do anything. Yes, they can. And if they can't, don't fucking promote it. Don't have Onita on your hype video. Imagine his reaction. I would have loved to see his reaction. I think he tweeted something out, but I would have loved his real li- real time reaction on that. Yes. It was not supposed to happen like that. Obviously, something grander was supposed to happen. And I, I've, I've, you know what? I've, I've addressed your, your chats on here without the super chat, which is not fair to people that are sending super chats. So apologies to those people. But with all the explaining away, you're not going to sit here and tell me, oh, they can't do that in America. You think Eddie Kingston was selling for that shit? That's what he was. that's what he was passed out over come on i mean here's the thing i wake up on wednesdays and i go god damn you know what i get to watch AEW and nxt tonight i'm excited to watch the show and see what they do because it's a sensical program but it's just not good that was not good and I thought, Denise, that that match, that main event last night, up until that, I loved that match. I thought it was really good. Like, there were spots like that that Dean Ambrose drop kick that he used to do. It always looked like it hurt him more than it hurt the other person when he did the front drop kick into the ropes. Well, that changes an awful lot when you drop kick somebody and they go into freaking barbed wire and it blows up. It looked great. Out of all the hyper-violent matches they've done, I thought that one was the best. But you cannot excuse that dud as of right now. As of right now, you can't excuse it. I think that the stipulation 
really, really ruins this match because everything they did in the ring, I liked. The match yes. itself, I liked. But all the pyrotechnics that they even did when they would go to the barbed wire, I didn't like that because it was very obvious that, you know, it wasn't anything super extreme or violent. And I'm sorry, but when you promote a match like that and you've seen past matches like that, you're going to expect a certain amount of, you know, you're just going to expect something big, big, you know, and we just didn't get that. And it's really sucks. And I don't, and I, I, what sucks too is that AEW is seen as like, the cool company, right? The it company. And sure. I hate to say it, but I was thinking about this and I thought to myself, does a dud like this sort of take away a little bit of that little, yeah. factor? Because it does. And here's the thing too, that makes me upset personally, because I feel that you can be a fan of something, but calling somebody out on what, you know, calling somebody out on how they handled the dud or the dud happening doesn't make you not a fan of what you saw. So you don't have to pretend to defend something that was bad just because you're a fan. If it was bad, it was bad. Yes. Just went up to it. You're done. Like that's I, it. Doesn't mean you're not a fan. I constantly have people. Why don't you have that same energy for WWE? Well, because quite honestly, everybody does though. Yes, but I mean, here's the thing: like when I'm complimenting AEW people, why don't you have the same energy from WWE? Well, when they do good shit, I will, and I do, and I'm more than happy to. But th- there have not been a lot of instances, Denise, where we've had to be like, "Man, that AEW thing sucked real bad." I've been pretty good to only have like what one or two of those. Basically, the, the, in- the Matt, the Matt Hardy thing. The Matt Hardy thing, which was stupid. The Dark Order, all of 2019, was terrible. And this, that's like three things. We have that like any given month on Raw, for the love of God. We watched a man get burned alive in the ring. And ever since then, the guy who did it has been vomiting up motor oil on the show. Like, come on. It's, exactly. It's, so no, I'm not going to give the same energy. I'm not going to give the same energy to a show that's generally good. And here's the thing. I am willing to give them until this Wednesday to make sense of this because they've got a really, really, really good track record of doing this, of making sense of it. Somebody says Nightmare Collective. Yeah, but your boy fixed that. Your boy broke up the Nightmare Collective. They cut my hair. They broke up the same night. You're welcome. That was also really bad. And we said it was really bad, Denise. Man, my camera is blurry. That was I've been, interesting. I was like, maybe I'm I can get so much, fixed. Denise. <laughs> it's all the heavy breathing you've been doing. You fogged it up. <laughs> the angle sucked. Dude, honestly, I just, yeah, it's been, it, it, it was the last, you know, it, this was, this was so interesting. You know, I went and showed my grandma the clips of what was supposed to happen and what happened. She doesn't know anything about wrestling. I felt, I just needed to talk about it with people and I oh. filled her in on the information and she was like, I give it wins. Oh man. <laughs> How embarrassing. But yeah, it just, it sucked that this happened. I'm afraid I, I I really do feel like they have to, I get the storyline version of why they're blaming it on Kenny. I 100% get that. But I do think at some point you have to own up for the responsibility sure. and just say, we effed up. We effed up. That's and, it. 
And I think and hope that they will do that as the story plays out, because I think they had a very distinct vision for what was supposed to happen and how the story was going to go. And if they don't have that in the, uh, an excuse for that in the immediate hours following, I'm okay with that. You can screw up. But here's the thing. We're, we're so used to a company not ever saying anything when they screw up and not ever fixing anything. Uh, but did I lose you, Denise? No, I'm here. Why am I I, I did lose Denise. My God. I'm just sitting here all solo right now. I'm here. But guys, leave a thumbs up. Please subscribe. Tap the bell for notifications. I can't tell you how important that is. Denise Salcedo is on everywhere all the time. There she is. Wait, what? I was you, here the whole time, Sean. Denise, you were gone. Phil Felice no, I says. Wasn't. <laughs> I assume that means grandmother. Am I right? Yeah, my abuela. Yeah. I'm doing good at this Spanish thing. Let's look yeah. at me. Back to back weeks. Mikey T says epic triggered rant. Sean is better than motivated BJ Penn or C level Kane Velasquez for my MMA folks. Hear me out. Kimbo, six months of sprawl training. Denise, tell the people where they can uh, uh, follow you. All right. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Come follow me, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I'm super active everywhere. So uh, come show some support. It would really mean a lot to me. Guys, I think you'll be all right. I realize I have some connection issues. So was uh, it yeah. me or was it you? Probably me. Uh, guys, thank so you all so you're waving. I was like, am I gone? Am I gone? And everybody was seeing me just act a fool. <laughs> Look forward to more of this Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern. Denise and I covering the week's news. Uh, WWE Peacock. We're going to talk about the uh, Peyton Royce stuff. Until next time, guys, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.